are live. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Okay, let me do some sharing. Good morning to you. Good morning, Edie. Good morning, Jerrica. How y'all doing? I hope I see y'all at Pillow Talk online. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Hey, y'all. Hey, Jess Bliss. Oh, it's cute to see you over there. Stay over there today. Hey, Shelby Overton. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Y'all got a new nipstick. <laughs> got a new nipstick. I'm excited. Y'all know how I feel about a nipstick. I got a new nipstick. <laughs> Listen, I can have the worst day ever and go buy a lipstick and my whole life changes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got a new lipstick. Oh, life is better. Hey, David. Like, oh, life is better. I got a new lipstick. <laughs> I can have the worst day. I'm talking about the worst day and go buy a new lipstick and like, oh, oh, oh my God. And I'll change it. What is my, oh, thank you. Thank you. Julia said, who is your one? Um, please share the devotional. Thank you for that. Yeah, like I got a new lipstick. It's so good. Good morning, y'all. Woo, it's a new lipstick. I got a new lipstick. Life changed. <laughs> Life is held in the balance of my lipstick. Oh, got a new lipstick. It's a brand new day, brand new verses. Y'all know I'm just playing. Welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with the Keys. But I did to get a new lipstick. I'm like, oh, I got a new lipstick. Everything's going to be great now. Oh my God. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I'm Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka LMJ. And I'm so grateful to be here today. Tell me something you are grateful for. Oh, thank you. For, thank you, sweet sister. My sister says so real. Uh, tell me something you're grateful for in the comments. Um, I can I tell y'all something. I am December the 17th. I will turn 50. And I'm looking, uh, it's not just when I get to 50, but like I made up my mind in June every day until every day for the rest of the day that I would live in the fullness. So I'm grateful that God gets gives me the opportunity to live a full and a vibrant life. And the life that I live isn't like dependent upon my situation. That's probably the last two years of my life. Um, I've had so many inconveniences. And hard times that I've begun to recognize um, that you have to come out of those things. And uh, Josiah said something to me. Y'all know he's doing well. He's homesick. Oh, my God. He's so homesick. He's got to come home. He's got to come home next on the next week for uh, something he has to do. So I'm going to be glad to wrap my But He's so homesick, like homesick, homesick. He really is doing well, but still extremely homesick. And he said something uh, really powerful to me. He said, um, he said, I need to, he said, I'm having to recognize, and I think it's our family in a whole, 
and our season we are in in the whole, he said, I'm having to recognize that it's okay for me to be happy. He said, I'm having to get off the edge of waiting on the next wrong thing to happen and being away from home and away from us, right, Key? Being away from home and away from us, right, gives him a little more anxiety because if something went wrong here and he was not here, that would be hard for him. And he was like, I'm having to learn how to relax in this season when I've already always been on the edge. And I was like, yeah, but it's nothing wrong with expecting good things. It's nothing wrong with being happy. Cause it is when you have been in multiple seasons in multiple states where it seems like thing after thing has gone wrong, then you just kind of sit on the edge looking for the next thing to go wrong. It's not that you want to, but it's hard to come come become guard, unguarded. It's hard to, to let your guard down and trust that the season that you're in is full of grace, full of mercy, full of love. Um, it's hard to stand down. And so as I was talking to Jojo, he's like, I'm just having to learn. I have to learn how to stand down. I had not been standing down. And so I told him, I said, well, he's like, mom, give me some practical things that I can do in this season of navigating around situ because it's situational anxiety. And he's like, give me some practical things that I can use to nav navigate around this situational anxiety. And I said, one, uh, anytime you feel your body um, going anxious, take you seven deep breaths. Every time I do that, that recenters me. Like every time I do that, that recenters me. And then for us, because we see, he can't do that. That can't. That doesn't work for him, Miss Williams. Then for us, he's having to learn how to get plugged in to other environments because he's been so into us. Like he's had to learn to trust other relationships, right? So I told him, I said, take 70 breaths. And then I told him, I said, do not forsake ex exercising. You need those endorphins that are released in exercising. Like don't forsake exercising, get out there, get your exercise in, release those endorphins. And then I told him, I said, you also need to make sure you're getting plenty of rest. I know how college is, it's hype, it's whatever. Make sure you're getting plenty of rest. And then the thing that you need to bring with you is because he is an artist and um, that has always been his thing. So make sure you're doing the things that are healthy for Josiah, even though people, his campus is alive and active. And he said, everywhere he goes, it seems like someone is approaching him. It is like the intro, one of the introvert's worst nightmare. I said, make sure that you are taking something for you every day. Like take it every day. Don't take it just, don't take it just in a moment. You are taking something every day for you. I said, and you may have to leave because your campus and your campus is a place where everybody always want to make sure you are right. You may have to go to the Starbucks or someone and take two hours. See, I think every introvert needs at least two hours a day by themselves to recharge. I said, take um, two hours a day, take two hours a day 
a way for you. If you're an introvert, you need that. I said, take two hours a day, pull away for two hours and just spend some time with you doing nothing. Get, I call it white space. It's called white space, pulling away where you can do absolutely nothing. I believe in those two hours. I try to take those two hours on a consistent basis because even though I have a charismatic call in my life, I'm an introvert by my nature. So I just want to, I feel like I needed to share this. Somebody needed to, some of y'all, somebody's dealing with situational anxiety. Sometimes you're an introvert and you have to leave, live a charismatic life and you got to learn how to tend to yourself um, and do. And for him being connected to us all day will not work, work for him. He's tapping in when he needs to, but he needs to be going, go and be involved in the space that he's in as well. And then he's having to tell himself because we build muscle memory to so many things and we bring consistency to so many things. He's having to tell himself, I get to trust that I'm good in this season. Woo! And I told him, I said, the other thing that you need to focus on is gratitude. Woo! Gratitude, gratitude, being grateful. Like instead of focusing on all the things that's wrong, you're welcome, Jerrica. And say, what's up, Brody? Brody, Brody, Brody. Like, listen, so Judah has friends that jump on my live. This morning, I'm doing a big shout out to Brody. My buddy Brody is on live and they'll come in and they'll listen. So, hey, Brody, we're focusing on, on grateful. So you got to find something to be grateful for, um, something to be grateful for this morning. So tell me something you're going to be grateful for this morning. I practice gratitude all day long. That's why y'all hear me say, thank you. 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 When I start, thank you. 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 I am pulling my plate, my heart into a place of gratitude because you can complain about all the things that have gone wrong, or you can look for all the things that are going right. And I am trying my best. Hey, Chantel Moody, I love you so much. Uh, I am trying my best to focus on the right things in life instead of the wrong things in life. So let's pray. Father God, thank you for strategies. <laughs> thank you for wisdom in every season. You have shown me that in every season, that there is a wisdom for every circumstance and every situation that we have. And that if we would just pause and listen to you woo, and glean from what you would have to say, we would have the strategies for the day. I thank you, Lord God, that we don't need to be anxious for nothing. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that you remind us this morning that anxiety didn't come from you. <laughs> you didn't give us anxiety. You gave us power. You gave us love and you gave us a sound mind. And that's what we need to focus on. Your power, because it's not in us. Your love, our love for others, Father God, and the sound mind that you have given us through the Holy Spirit. We do not have to allow our thoughts to be all over the place. Ooh, come on, come on, come on. We do not have to, I hear you, Lord. We do not have to allow our thoughts to be all over the place, Lord God. We get to, we get to center ourselves in new beginnings. We get to center ourselves in this new season. We get to take a rest in your word. Ooh, come on, come on, come on, come on. We get to have, we get to rest in your power. Oh, I hear you, Lord. We get to rest in your truth, Lord God. We get to reach forward towards um, ooh, a higher goal. Ooh, yeah, speak to us this morning, Holy Spirit. We do not have to be stationed in the past. We do not have to be overwhelmed with the past. We get to reach for 
the truth. Thank you, Lord. We get to reach for the truth. We get to reach for the new beginnings. We need to, we get to reach for the safe places. Come on, y'all. Oh my God. We get to reach for the healing. Come on. We get to reach my God for the new mindset. We get to reach uh, for health. We get to reach for wisdom. We get to reach for love. We get to reach for fresh starts. We do not have to stay paralyzed and anchored and married to the past and married to the trauma. We get to reach for the promotion. We get to reach for healthy relationships. We get to reach, my God, my God. Thank you, Lord God. We get to reach for the power. We get to reach for strength, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for just a new power. I thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for your revelation pouring in this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! Listen. Okay. Listen, 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 listen. I hear you, Lord God. I need to give you something. I need to give you this something this morning that I hope is going to help you. Remember, so yesterday the Lord really started dealing with me uh, about the scripture when Jesus was um, uh, dealing with the father and the crowd and disciples, right? And he said, if you can, and then Jesus highlights um, and quotes and reflects the climate of the cloud. So the father is having a hard time believing. Anybody ever have a hard time believing? Come on, throw your hands up. The hot father is having a hard time believing. Woo! He's having a hard time believing. And, and Jesus can save this boy and his disciples can't. And as I was meditating, med- meditating this, because Jesus says all things are, are possible to those who believe. And I'm like, Lord, like all things are possible. And this is not possible in my power. See, this is where we got to shift the perspective. Because when we think it's possible in our power, we will not proper tap into the proper strength that we need in this season to come into the fullness of the sound mind. We will not tap into the strength that we need in this season to come into the fullness of the power. And we will not tap into the strength we need in this season to come into the fullness of the love. Come on. Can you put this in your notes this morning? It ain't. I I know this is bad. My, all my teachers on here. I know this is bad grammar, but it ain't on me. Come on. Put that in your notes. It's not on me. So when I am reaching, I'm explaining to you what I mean. When I am reaching, what I'm reaching for is in Christ Jesus. What I'm reaching for is in his power. So where the disciples may have tried to cast out the demon in their name or in their strength, Jesus is teaching us in this particular parable that when we, whatever we reach it for, whatever we need to see happening, we're not reaching for it in our power and in our strength. We're reaching, come on, y'all. We're reaching for the power that comes from God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are reaching for the power that comes from God. And I think, not think I know, we often feel tapped out or overwhelmed or consumed because we've placed the power of what needs to happen in ourselves. And anytime we move in our own strength, we always going to feel tapped out. 
We always going to feel overwhelmed. We always going to feel consumed. We're never going to feel not enough. But when we know God is in a situation, woo, come on, y'all. This is what the man understood. I need God in my situation. My unbelief, come on, y'all, I'm stirred up. My unbelief may be hindering me in the moment. Come on, y'all. My unbelief may be hindering me in the moment. But if I take my focus off of what I think I have the capability to do, and I put my focus on you, my God, guess what's going to come in? Talks about it in 2 Timothy. I always say 2 Timothy. What's going to come in is I'm going to sink into how God created me. That's powerful. I'm going to sink when I take the responsibility. He says, meditating on my word day and night, meditating on things above. My ways are not my ways. So my unbelief might be hindering me in the moment. But what's going to happen is when I put no confidence in the flesh. Jesus. Come on. Philippians 3. The third verse. For we we are the circumcision. The ones who worship by the spirit of God, boast in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. And this is Paul talking. He says, although I have reasons for confidence in the flesh. He says, I have reasons. He probably seen some things. He's probably done some things. He's probably accomplished some things. He's like, even though I've seen some things, even if he said, I've seen some things working, right? Uh, Like, I'm not going to put any confidence. Come on. Um, and what I can do on my own for me to become who I'm supposed to be. Woo! My God, I'm not trying to pull myself out of the anxiety. I'm not trying to pull myself out of the fear. I'm not trying to pull myself out of the darkness. I'm not trying to pull myself out of the unbelief. Woo! I'm putting my confidence um, in my relationship with God. Woo! Come on. I'm putting my confidence, my, 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 my. I'm putting my confidence in my relationship with God. Come on. Go to the seventh verse. He says, but everything that was gained to me, I've considered to be a loss because of Christ. More than that, I also consider everything to be a loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ. Nothing matters compared to me knowing who Christ is. Nothing matters compares to me knowing what the power of Christ. So, At the point when we look at the disciples trying to cast out the demon and they couldn't do it, it was probably done in their strength and power because Jesus had, whoo, they was probably trying to work this miracle in their own strength and in their own power. Lord, forgive me for the times and the places that I have tried to work anything in my own strength and in my own power. Nothing compares to your power. Nothing compares to your strength. Come on, come on. So the disciples probably missed this opportunity because Jesus had already given them the authority to perform miracle signs and wonders in his name. They already had an authority to, to, to cast out demons and lay hands on stuff. And it's, they had that authority. So here we are seeing the authority. Well, why couldn't we cast it out? Because they were focused on the wrong power. Ooh, I'm, I'm 100% sure. It don't say it there, but I'm 100% sure. Because anything in the name of Jesus that aligns with his will, where it's pulling from his power, is going to work. (laughs) 
Why? Because God can. Oh, this perspective this morning. Because God can. Oh, my God. Because God can. And remember, we learned last week, God doesn't create us dysfunctional. Come on, y'all. God doesn't create us dysfunctional. We will leave ourselves in a space of dysfunction and settle there. But God never created us to be dysfunctional. God created us to be power, love, sound mind. God didn't create us to be anxious. And we must be dealing with anxiety two days in a row because we may be in a season where many of us are in heightened anxiety because we've moved into new territory. We've moved in, in, see, (laughs) in a new season, but not operating in a sound mind. Y'all know I'm not going to play with y'all. In a new season, Rosalind, but not operating in a sound mind. So, so here the Lord presents us this morning. Ooh, my God, thank you for this. Because we don't want to fake faith. I'm going to talk about that this week. It's all getting ready to connect. We don't want to fake faith. We can't fake faith. We don't want to become robotic. Ooh, come on. We don't want to seem like we there and we not really there. Tracy, Patterson Anderson, that's not pleasing to God. We don't want to fake faith. He's not looking for robotic faith. He's looking for faith that has actions associated with it. Woo, my God. In a new season, but not in a sound. Man, I'm going to go. Julia, in a new season, but not in a sound mind. Woo. So here the Lord is pulling on us, saying to us, the anxious thoughts that you are having are not of mine. And the adversary would love for you to be in a new season without being in a sound mind. Ooh, come on. So, so the the what I need, I'm not tapping into the old me. I'm not tapping into my power. What I need is I'm tapping into my righteousness and understanding that what I gain, I need to gain in Christ. It's not from the law. It's not from my own doing. It's not. It's in my faith. This is a God-based faith. This is a God-based faith. Come on. My God. So my goal becomes, come on, y'all. My goal becomes, my goal becomes, come on. My goal becomes, you got to listen to me. My goal becomes, uh, my goal becomes God-based faith. My goal becomes God-based faith. My goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings that would conform to death. My God, come on. And so my reaction to the resurrection is not a reaction in my strength. My reaction to the resurrection is the understanding. Skip over to Ephesians. Come on, son, I hear you. Skip over to Ephesians. The My reaction to the resurrection, skipping over to Ephesians when Paul was talking to Ephesus and saying to them, I'm praying. Woo, come on. You got to pray this over your life more. I'm praying that the eyes 
of your understanding are open. Woo! Come on, y'all. To the hope, woo, by God, to the resurrection power, to the hope of who you've been called to be. Woo! Lord, open my eyes. Come on. You need some more of this so that you don't faint in this season, so that anxiety doesn't leave you, lead you, so that you don't consent to anything other than a sound mind. Oh, my God. He says, here's Paul saying, I need your eyes open to the resurrection power. Ooh, come on. I need not, not to your power, not to your strength, not to your accomplishments, not to your yes. I need your eyes open to the resurrection power, to a faith that's centered on God, because that's what's going to transform you. That's what's going to deliver you. That's what's going to pull you into position so that you can finish the course and you can succeed. Woo! Come on, my God. This is a God-based faith. So the goal becomes an understanding of how the resurrection power is alive today in my life. It's not a dead thing. It's not an old thing. It's not a was thing. It's not a just get to heaven thing. It's a resurrection power that is alive, that is alive in me when I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And what this resurrection power does in the inside of me, because it transforms me from the inside out and makes me new. Listen to this. Paul in 3.12 says, not that I've already reached the goal, or am I already perfect? But I make every effort to take hold of it because I've also been taken hold of by Christ Jesus. I'm trying to possess what belongs, my God, because Christ is in me. And I'm able to possess what belongs because Christ is in me. This takes the pressure out of me. So what am I doing every day, LMJ? I'm working to gain more understanding. Woo! Jesus, what am I doing every day? I'm working to gain. That's the only work I'm doing. I'm working to gain more understanding. I'm not working to be a son or daughter of God. I'm already that. I'm working to gain more understanding of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ alive and active in my life today. Lord, open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. So when I read what I'm reaching for, woo, come on, what I'm reaching for is not behind me. <laughs> so if God has brought me to a new season or a new place or a new job or a new opportunity or a new relationship or a new friendship or a new move or a new school, oh, y'all, come on, y'all got to do it. Y'all got to see this, right? I can't afford to let my anxious mindset pull me out of my sound mind. Woo! God called you to this. You know for a fact God called you to this. May not be working like it's supposed to be working in this moment, but it does not negate the call, the positioning, the pushing, the prodding, the prompting. It does not, you just might be in an adjustment or need to make an adjustment. My God back to your sound mind. Ooh. How do I get the sound mind? This is what this is what Paul said. I'm going to tell you what Paul said. He says he says he says, "But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind." Woo! 
Come on, y'all. Anxiety, you cannot afford to let anxiety play out in this season. You cannot afford to let anxiety play out in this season. I'm going to say it one more time. You cannot afford to allow anxiety to play out in your head in this season. Anxiety is not coming to you from God. He said, be anxious for nothing. Come on. He says, he says, so, but one thing I do is forgetting what is behind, reaching forward to what is head. I pursue as my goal, the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Come on. So I'm forgetting, I'm putting behind, I'm reaching. Come on, my God. You're going to have to, (laughs) my God, you're going to have to, you you need a short memory. (laughs) You need your short-term memory because your long-term memory will push you back into anxiety and fear and make you start focusing on things that had happened and done. You need your your short-term memory and your God kind of faith. Come on. You need your short-term memory and your God kind of faith, right? So, so I'm going to have to forget. Ooh, and anytime it feels uncomfortable, I cannot afford to assign memories of the past to my present situation. Why? It's going to work because God said it worked. It's going to work because God said it'll work. That's it for today. I can't go no further. We got some some stuff to unpack this week. Father God, thank you for your word. (laughs) Thank you for allowing us to travel in your word. Holy Spirit, help us advocate, teach, comfort, strengthen. Thank you, Lord, that in August you have lifted us above the situation. Thank you. Oh, I got to share something with you. Okay. Thank you. So this morning, the Lord was... um, and I, and people are like, y'all know how I feel about people right now and their thought process. The Lord was just talking to me about ridiculous favor because we hear this all the time, right? And I said, Lord, can you give me, tell me when you start talking to me about ridiculous favor? And he said to me, he said, Lakeisha, when I say these things, um, and even though people have taken them and played with them and went too far, he said, but when I start talking to you personally or talking to another person about you're going to experience ridiculous favor. He said, he referred me to, he said, it's like Esther. He said, what happened in her life didn't make sense, but was necessary for what she was supposed to accomplish. He was like, go back and look at her story. She was not, she should not have been in the palace. She should have not been picked by the king, but that's what it looks like when my ridiculous favor rests on your life so that you can complete what I've called or asked you to do. You cannot be afraid of ridiculous favor. You cannot be, it's not that God, like we start thinking, well, I don't wanna, we we won't even think in terms of being successful for God. (laughs) Not being successful for yourself, being successful for God. If God has called me to something, I wanna be successful for God. I I wanted to have as much success on it as God wants to have on it, because he's the one that called me to do it. So this morning he was just like talking to me. He was like about ridiculous favor. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to be bragging, boasting, talking about the wrong things. I need you to show me this in scripture. He says, no different like Esther, her beginnings, uh, who she was, none of it made sense, but I needed to position her. 
so that she can be in the proper position for her nation. It's the same thing that has to happen for us. And we need to be okay for that in every situation. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for ridiculous favor falling on our lives so that you can position us, not for our glory, but for your glory. In Jesus name. Amen. That's it. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Do me a favor. Share this devotional. Uh, If the Lord places on your heart to give to support the ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there. Get you a copy of 30 Days of Prayer. It helps. It works. Uh, What else? Go register for Pillow Talk. I promise you'll be blessed. Uh, And guess what? I see y'all back in the morning at 6 a.m. I almost forgot. I'll see y'all back in the morning at 6 a.m. And my Hallie, my HK is on. I see y'all back in the morning at 6 a.m. I love y'all. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Go be loved today. Love, peace, and blessing. What a word. 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 What a word.